I know you haven't done anything like this before. So well done. Well done. Let's bring this really close so that you are heard for your first <laughs> session on a microphone. Well done, girl. You're here. Yes, I'm here. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah, but you're up here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. So, um, you know, I've been listening to the other course participants talk, and I can relate to um, everything that they're saying, and I'm learning uh, from you, you know, your, your response. And um, with me, I have a hard time articulating. And it's been, um, it goes back, way back when I was a little girl. And um, I can remember when my gran- we moved into a, a new home and my grandfather came to visit. And um, I was up by the front door, and I explained to him, we just moved. And he said to my grandmother, she spoke. And <laughs> so I knew that it goes way back. And when I was sent to kindergarten, it was a big strain, a big stress, very big stress. And I would go underneath the table and, and just cry because I, I wasn't used to that environment. It was so new to me. I wasn't used to being around so many people. And uh, until they brought the graham crackers out, and then that helped me get out underneath the table. But I've always had a hard time expressing myself. If I'm trying to write a letter or um, I want to communicate to somebody, I have feelings inside of me that I want to say, but the words aren't there. And I, I, don't know what, I don't know if you have any feedback on that. And it's, it's bothering me down here because I'm holding on. I can feel like I'm holding on. And um, I've always felt a lot of people feel like they have um, control or they try to control their lives. And with me, I've always felt like life is controlling me and I... I wanted to change that, and um, so you know it's it's been it's been a bumpy life without going into a lot of story. Um, my father died when I was young. My mother took her life when I when she was um, when I was young, and I mean there were things that happened in between there that I don't want to get into, and and so um, so there's just a lot of holding on and a lot of fear. And anger as well. Um. Mm. <coughs> there's, a, uh, there's a few different things I want to say. One is there's a technique that I would so love you to do while you're here. And I'll do it with you just sometime during a break. Um, it's where you continuously make sound for 15 minutes. Continually. For 15 minutes. For 15 minutes, yeah. continually. There's no other rule except you must continually make sound for 15 minutes. And after a few minutes, you know, you stop using your head and you get into the sound and it becomes freer. And something just whatever wants to come out because your mind has gone out of the way and it's like, oh, darn, I just have to do this thing. And so then we stop worrying about what it sounds like. And something starts to express. It, It opens something. It opens a pathway. It opens I'd something. I'd love to We're going to do that. Okay. We're going to do that. If we finish on time with a break before dinner, we'll do it this evening. Good. All right? 
Um, but just myself and Gail, because that's enough. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, that's one thing. The second thing is, when, when we don't find the vocabulary for something, it's actually a bit of a blessing when it comes to spiritual practice. Because it means that you don't do that step automatically that everybody else does. You don't label stuff that quickly. Your mind doesn't go into story that quickly. And verbal, you don't verbalize your thoughts that quickly. You don't, you see? So there's a whole load of things that other people have to unlearn that you never had set up. So it would be a disservice for you to develop all the neurology so that you automatically, unfiltered, speak everything that you think. A lot of people do that. There's no filter. There's no nothing. It's just blah, 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 blah. thoughts come and, and the vocabulary is there too fast. Right? It would be a disservice to put you there because you'd have to unlearn it again. I love the advantage that you naturally now have of not labeling. Do you see? So we've got to find a place for you where we unblock what's inside. We just free that up so that there's, there's a clear pathway. There's no holding. But does it mean that your, your mind is going to find vocabulary for everything? Not necessarily. Do we need to have that? Hmm, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. Because some part of your mind is not active, and I'm happy about it. Do you see? Yeah. Yeah. Some things that are a hindrance in life turn out to be a blessing. They do, you know? They do. <laughs> and we're talking to somebody who was blind once. Born blind. And of course, you know, he went through all the anger and all everything about being like this. And, and then and later in life, it's like, oh, thanks be to God, you know. And I just recognize the amount of distraction because of what you see. I'm automatically inside. I was just finding hard, hard to connect with the outside world. But now I just want to stay in. And oh, what a blessing that I can't see, you know. It's a little bit like that. You know? Yeah. So, so it's a delicate balance of what we want to free up. But finding words for things? Okay. As long as you have your own way of expressing. We don't really need to be heard by other people, understood by other people. That's a phenomenal experience to build up the eye. You don't need it. Let's, let's short, short circuit those patterns. You see? There's a blessing in it. Does this make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. It does make sense. Yeah. And I never understood, you know, I never understood why I always had such a hard time, you know, uh, communicating. Communicating, yeah. Yeah, we learn the technique just to free things up and you can use that for expression but turning it into words and labels let's not emphasize that okay. it's a blessing yeah it's a blessing so life controlling you yeah. tell me on Sunday how that sits <laughs> you know let's see how that picture rearranges itself 
is life controlling you or is spirit calling you in? And there were certain things not set up so you don't have to destroy them, so, or dismantle them, rather. Is life really controlling you? Let's see what your relationship with life is like after these few days. Okay. Sounds good. All right? Okay. Thank you so much. Sure, you're welcome. Not bad for her first time at the microphone. <laughs> she did say before the break, I could never... Well done. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah. Good for you. Connie, you wanted to come up. Would you like to come? Hi there. So... So I feel like... Um, so I've been asking around where to volunteer. Okay. And someone said, big sister. And I'm like, no, it's like... And then I, I called an elementary school to like volunteer in the library. Someone came back and said, do you want to be a foster grandmother? And I'm like... So I feel like... <laughs> um, so, so when I was sitting with it, you know, it's like one thing is, you know, the pain over... Losing custody came up, and then I'm thinking, okay, what's true? You know, Jax's emotions or thoughts. What's true? You know, go to source, and it left me. So um, anyway, so I've been sitting with this, you know, like the big sister thing. Like I can see it as a sister and not a pseudo mothering role. What does big sister? What's that organization about? Um, it's sort of like befriending I don't really don't know I think it's befriending a child or a teenager ah okay um, like to become a body a support yeah. system for okay for a teenager that might be in care or something or why would the no, teenager how is the teenager I, connected to the organization I think it's like an after school program almost ah okay um, you know, normally they're from deprived backgrounds, the children. Okay. Uh, but it was like, but first, you know, my first resistance was that's too personal. You know, like if they're after school with a group, I'll do that. But a one-on-one -on -one felt, and I don't know if it's, you know, I'll just throw it out, okay? Responsibility that, you know, I have three grown kids that I'm trying to, parent and uh, that uh, are struggling and um, you know what's it, how can I you know what would my responsibility be and what's the boundary you know and uh, the, but the other thing was just this personal you know like the library you know that's there's a distance there's a you know but a personal relationship and so you know one part is I'm not there I'm there I'm gone I'm there I'm gone but, you know, grandparents, they're gone, so that's not so different. Uh-huh. So, um, so anyway, I've gotten through this without crying, so that's good. It's great. <laughs> it's really good, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, what, what's, what's, what's the resistance? Do you feel like you don't have enough capacity, or that you just don't want to do service? What, what's really going on? What's really going on that you're finding issues? Because the thing about service is, it's... It's 
Any service will do it. Any service. It's, it's, gonna, it's bringing up stuff already. That's what service is about. It's there to bring up stuff. And this is, you know, actually what I've asked the universe for, because I could be in an office, and I said, I really don't want to be do office with stuff envelopes. You know, I want a more personal. So this is really what I'm asking So you want something more personal, but you don't want something more personal. You prefer something with a boundary, like the library. You know you're dodging like nobody's business. You know that, don't you? You're just playing games well, with yeah, yourself. Well, yeah, that's why I'm up here. I mean, yeah. Okay, so Seva is working on you already. Service is working on you already. This is what it's designed for, to throw up stuff, likes and dislikes, the sense that we'll find it rewarding. Its service is, you know, you, the fruit, you, you can enjoy doing it, but you can't enjoy the fruit of it. So I can't do something I, I don't like? Well, anything you've listed are things you don't like. Well, the children thing, I can see it, you know, I can see it to myself. Benefit to yourself. Enjoy, yeah, I think I, I would enjoy interacting. I love tutoring children. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I would enjoy it. If I get past this roadblock of, yes. you know, associating it with losing custody. Yes. So that might be a good place to start. Yeah. But I'd love to, in a year's time, plop you into a service that you absolutely hate the thought of it. That's well, where I'd love to see you. Now. I'm an usher at the Mac Center, and, and I sort of hated that. Okay. Making people show me their tickets when they leave. I feel like a policeman. Yes. But you do it? Well, I did it once and hated it. I haven't signed up. And you didn't go back? No, but I'm on the list. To, you know, I can sign up. <laughs> It's only a few weeks ago. I've been away. Uh-huh. <laughs> do you just want to like have a good time all the time and not kind of do something that kind of takes away from your phenomenal fun? Is that what's going on? <laughs> hmm? Maybe. All right. Service is not for our enjoyment. It's to throw up our likes and dislikes. It's to throw up Anything the ego has to say about it. So resistance to service, the higher the resistance is usually the one to do, you know? But, okay, a gentle starting point would be the one that brought up the custody of your kids and to connect with kids. All right. But watch the mind. It would be looking for, I want to enjoy this. I don't want to go the way it makes me feel. It's like, You know, you've, you've had the, the phase of phenomenal freedom and feeling free and feeling. And it's like, okay, I want to I I start diving you into what's left of the ego now, right? So, so it's not pretty. What, what service brings up is not pretty. But that's what its gift is. So rather than obeying your mind, I, I don't want to do this. I don't like... I feel like a policeman. It's like, all right, I feel like a policeman. So what? Let's go through that and just serve. I, I notice that feeling is there, fine. It's not going to deter me. Whereas if I feel like a policeman, therefore I'm not going to do it, now your mind is in control of your actions. So what, what we're doing with service is taking an action, regardless of what your mind says, and continuing with the action, and doing it out of love, doing it out of service. Totally, with nothing in mind except to serve. 
with no return, with no recognition, nothing that the mind likes, nothing. It's not an easy task, but it's really potent. And so whatever obstacle your mind comes up with, unless, unless the place is destructive for you or really unhealthy or something. Okay. Yeah, one other thing, I was looking into being a cranial sacral, mm. going to school, mm. and it said in the, you know, the website, you know, that's really about meditating and going within and I had to relook at it but something in me went no way and I'm like here I am meditating and you know trying to what is this about so it's just curious to me that you know something about not being in control I guess um, I don't know I guess I have to look at it and dig deeper what what came up, but something really came up. Yeah. Was it was it something from your own conditioning that came up, or was it an inner guidance? Oh, no, it's conditioning. Ah, okay then. Ego or... All right. Yeah. All right. Then look deeper. Again, I was being in service, so, yeah. 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 It, it feels like, Connie, that there's something really scared of diving into this next layer. There's just something like, oh, no, oh, 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 going towards the door, no, no. So have some courage. Yeah. Service is kind of wild, you know? It just shakes everything, everything. It just reminds me of um, being in. Um, Amma, you know, the hugging mother, her ashram in India. And uh, <laughs> there was this guy who's, you know, just just gorgeous. Like, we were all just living in India, and it was rough, and you'd be sick, and, you know, you'd have the same, like, four shirts, and you're just washing and just hoping that there'd be one dry because the rainy season would be on. You know, you, you just, like, it's rough, you know? You're living out a rucksack for a couple of years, this kind of stuff. You know, and there was this guy who's just, I was like, how do you, like, how do you look so groomed? Like, how do you do it? And he said, well, I'm just really, it's important to me. I just spend time taking care of myself. And I was there, like, doing spiritual practice and up for it, like, in the morning and going for it, you know. I just spend time taking care of myself. Anyway, you have to do service when you're there. And uh, he got repeatedly his service was to clean the toilets oh, yeah. <laughs> repeatedly. The toilets in India are not like anything <laughs> in any other country, really. But he would always get cleaning the toilets, you know. And he'd be like, "Do you think it's got to do with my self-image, Jack?" You know, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> it's just extraordinary, you know. Like he said, the care detail you put onto yourself, you have to put it onto the toilets. And he got it. He got it. You know. But anyway, ser- service is like that. If you have the intention for service, if you're asking the universe for service, it's going to shake whatever needs to be shaken. That's its job. But it's a great thing to do. If you have free time and you want to do a, an active spiritual practice, do service. Do service and let it push whatever buttons it will push. You know, until you're just, no matter what you're doing, no matter what the task is, you just, it's just, there's just joy. Not because the task brings you joy, but there's just joy. Because that's your MO. Because there's no button left to be pressed around it. Do you see? 
So you're operating from joy, regardless of if it's something you love to do or something you hate to do. That the action is independent of your mind's opinion of it. You see? And service. Since I last spoke to you, which of the matures I just finished the hospice training. You just did the hospice training? And I uh-huh. just found that such a needed and wonderful group. Yeah. The resistive stuff. I went there for four days. It was a wonderful program. And yeah. we're all playing this. Start sending me places. So yes. I didn't. You're just about to start. Yeah, the, yeah, the whole thing is just being about presence. Being yes. Presence. Being present. Great. That's my yes. turn for doing this, just practicing. Practicing presence, yeah. Presence. Oh, it's a spiritual practice. Service is a spiritual practice. Oh, totally. And if somebody else benefits from it, great. If they don't, great. You know, it's it's a thing in and to itself. Special. Service, yeah, it's extraordinary, you know, and it's... Um, I'd love to see it more introduced into our culture, you know. It's not, it's not here really, you know. We don't work for free or give for free so easily. Anyway, that's a note on service. Helen. Hi there. Hi. Um, Can you bring that really close? Are you guys picking up the sound back there? It's okay? So-so? Okay, just give me a holler when... Oh, well. Um, Last year in May, I talked to you and I, I described my personality. It's like so driven, purpose driven, yes. and working myself so hard um, to you know to accomplish whatever in life. Yes, I put myself only twenty percent of you know. Yes. If I have ten lists on one day, I have to do twelve, or even passing that. Yes. And at that time, you told me, Helen, do nothing, just drop it, don't do it, don't do anything. It was a hard medicine. It's unthinkable at that time. How could I do nothing? I'm doing nothing now. Yes! <laughs> well done! <laughs> well done, woman. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and uh, life is so beautiful. Um, I find the enjoyment and the contentment for, for everything, from everything. A small thing like a, um, sweeping the floor, cleaning the toilet, uh, um, cooking the dishes. Um, cooking the dishes? You cook cooking. the dishes? No, I'm cooking. <laughs> <laughs> cooking the dish. Uh, okay, the yeah. Dish. yeah. And, uh, oh, I see. Cooking the dish. Okay. Now yes. the lunch, dinner, and the breakfast, <laughs> and then so on and so forth. And then washing the dishes. Um, even uh, even the um, even uh, people would considering a disaster comes, but there is enjoyment there and contentment. Oh, it's not like I'm, I'm convincing myself. Uh, you know, it's just how I felt. It's like the things happened, you know, unexpectedly, unexpectedly. And uh, you know, to if you use your judgment, it is. Terrible thing. It's a it's a horrible thing to happen. Yes. But if you go moment to moment to moment, it's nothing. And actually, you just uh, you're watching things happening, 
and you deal with moment after moment, and you find peace and enjoyment in it in every minute. Uh huh. Just now, like that. Uh huh. Um. Wow, so. you did amazing work. Well done. <laughs> um. Well, uh, there are you know I still have uh, some kind of uh, you know I know this. Um, the seeing the truth is a place a big part in my life, um, um, but like you, you know, from from what I see is it is not out there. It is right here. It's every moment. It's always here. Um, so the chasing, the changing to like what you described is so perfectly. It's like uh, like some kind of. Uh, um, attention, uh, no, uh, what do you call that? You, you, you described this morning, kind of moving towards some kind of feeling. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like when, when, yeah, it's like the orientation, yeah. orientation that you get. Yeah. You're not looking for the goal, but it's like yeah. the orientation that comes from a goal. Right. That's what's useful. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, um, but I still, you know, from this morning, the people were, were talking about some task uh, overwhelming. I still feel that, uh, but it's like kind of some, something like it's going to happen in the future. I'm planning to do. I hasn't deal with yet. Ah, it's in so the future. So I'm still, yeah, I'm still having that kind of uh, um, kind of anxiety. But it's kind of overstatement to say anxiety. Uh -huh. Let's say yeah. I had. Um, uh, uh, drive past the red light tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I was caught on the camera. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a like a heart, you know. It's like in the early morning, like 6 o'clock. There's nobody there. There's no car there. Yeah. And I, I was making the right turn, and I was really slow and looking at every direction. There's no car, and I turn. Yeah. But I'm supposed to stop completely. So, you know, just, you know, it's, it's happened, right? Yeah. I don't really feel terrible or anything. I just, yeah. oh, okay, so I learned something. Yeah. And the pay fine, but then I have to uh, go to the um, um, drugs driver driving school. But online, I, oh, okay. I, I'm doing online. But because I have to, you know, I, I, I was doing something out of town for a month. Um, then I, when I came back, and I, I know oh, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this. I keep postponing, but every day in my back of my, back of my mind, it's kind of a, something I was, you know, kind of stressful. Yes. You know, things like that. Yes. Um, of course, I complete all right. It was 100% correct, and I did for eight hours. <laughs> but before that point, it's very quite stressful. Like, yes. Now... I'm going to have to do the tax return, right? Okay. So I'm yes. planning to do after this retreat while okay. I'm going home. That's another burden. I'm, you know, it's in fact. But it's a burden because you're thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. But when I do it, I'm just to do it. You yes. Know? Yeah. But uh, I mean, so I still have some kind of this residual thing, you know, thinking yes. about something. Anticipation. Yes. You know? Yes. Anticipation. Yeah. With pressure, the yeah. feeling of being yeah. under pressure. Yeah. 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 Ha, huh, well done. All right. So how could you approach it differently not to have that worry, anticipation, pressure around something that you have to do in the future? You know, the only way I can deal with it is I just started doing it. But if I postpone it, 
I still feel this burden. Ah. Okay. So that's yeah. part of your own habit. Yeah. Putting, putting something off. You, you, you're not comfortable with putting something off. Right. You need to do it at that time. Yeah. That's okay. That's a personality trait. That might always be there. You know? Or like if it's like, no, I'm not doing it actually on Tuesday. I'm going to do it on Friday and feel okay about it. Can you do that? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. That's just planning to push something out. Okay, good. Okay. So, okay. Once I start off a date that I have to do this date, yes. then probably the pressure will be off. It should lot. be. It should yeah. be unless you're running some other kind of loop around it. But it should be. If you plan and move it and it's on the new date and accept the new date, uh-huh. it should be clean in terms of not thinking about it. Yeah. I think, I think that, that works. Yeah. Let that yeah. happen. Yeah. 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 And uh, then another thing I want to talk about is... Um, um, like yesterday, you were suggesting us to look deeper inside and go to the source. Um, see that that's something that I, you know, uh, I tend to do it quite often lately. Um, it's not something I'm thinking about doing it. It's just naturally occurring. Um, yeah. When when that happened, basically the energy start from head goes to here. And the looking is completely open. And yes. Completely open is like emptiness. And from there, uh, I can see the thought comes up um, and can be easily spotted. So then I'm not following it. And I see kind of laughable to even believe the thought because it's come from nowhere and it's disappeared completely. And the sentence is only half sentence, it's gone. And it's, it's so laughable. Um, but during the day, when I'm not really uh, into it, I can still be easily caught up by the thought. Ha. Yeah. Um, um, but still, it's like uh, my my personal experience is like um, um, adjusting the uh, adjusting the string of the instrument. If I turn too tight, and it's it's not gonna work. So my but my energy type is tight. It's easily go tight. Yes. So for me it's like I'm trying to be relaxed whenever that happens. Okay, let it go. If if I couldn't get there, I'm just let, let it go. Yes. And it will sooner or later it will come back. Yes. And then I will look at look again. Um so from my personal experience, I you know, I I can see the self is really elusive, it's not it's not real. It's, so from from that perspective, I don't really hold um, things too tightly. Um, uh, let's say um, I'm doing a lot of exploring in my in my in my life now. Uh-huh. Uh, there's nothing to do but a lot of enjoyment. I just go to place and uh, having some fun and uh, um, um, when I. When, when I was, very interesting, when I was with one group and people are starting talking their story and blah, blah, blah. And I find so much intimacy with the energy side of people talking. But at the same time, um, I'm, um, how to say that, it's kind of detached from okay. everything that's yes. going on. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
that was something new. I, I wasn't really having that before, but it's so noticeable, you know, the detachment. Yes. But at the same time, it's so enjoyable of listening and to feel the different energy, you know, different energy play. Yes. Um, um, so, um, so even though some, sometimes I would, um, like, drop into this, you know, I'm, I'm complaining. Even I'm drop into the, the natural state, it just uh, is, 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 um, and without any effort. Um, but still, I can feel the, the thinking comes up and I feel the juice of the, 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 the attention towards it. Yes. And then, then yes. let it go. So this self is still very active. You know, I still believe in this. Do you still <laughs> believe in her? Uh, in the no, I, the personal I? Um, even though um, from so many scenes that happened um, makes me believe very lightly. But there is still uh, some kind of uh, internal, uh, um, how to say, The sense of self still there, you know, sense of individuality still okay. there. Yeah. Okay, a sense of individuality can be okay. But if you know that it's not real, that the personal I, the Helen independent woman, is not autonomous, that she arises with a thought because she is a thought, yeah. and she goes down with a thought because she is a thought. Yeah, yeah. Do you know that? Yeah. Yeah, I can I can see sometimes, not all the time. Okay. No, when when I really goes in, okay. and I can clearly see it is bullshit, whatever. Yes, and, and and I can clearly see all the thought are bullshit. There's none of them are real. So yes. that's why I don't really have a lot of story. You know, if I'm yeah. getting groups with people, people are talking about, and I have nothing to say. <laughs> Just the whole lesson. It's wonderful. And because yeah, because there, there's. It doesn't produce much of a story. Yes, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. But still, I, I still have the false sense of um, identity still there. Um, I can, I, How do yeah. you know it? How do you know that it's still there? Describe what's still there. I know you said there's a sense of individuality, but for some, a sense of individuality can stay for quite a long time after awakening. What's, <laughs> give me more... I want to taste how much of it is still there. Um, let's see. This morning, you know, when people are talking and they're starting, you know, having judgment, you know, yes. uh, and they're starting feel like, oh, hmm, yeah, I can identify with that. Oh, I can relate. And oh no, I never has that. You know, things like that. Yeah, has happened. Yeah. So that's clearly is. No, yes, like but is that known when that's happening? Is it known to be Helen doing her thing, and you and you are not caught in it, or are you totally invested and there's only Helen making those decisions? Um, I think a, a lot of them has Helen in it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. like um, Helen is active. Like she's, right. Yeah. 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 In, in in those moments, is really yeah. active to busy making judgment. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. So. Okay. And also, you know, I have to, I'm, I'm having a problem to meditate, right? Their energy you know, just keep going to my head and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. In the most of time, you know, I'm starting to dislike it. Just, I feel like I'm so much in the body. But lately, I'm starting going out 
and seeing all and everything happened. And this little Helen still has this. So yes. it became so um, yes. unimportant. Yes. You know, the scale yes. became so huge and this is so little. But, yes. but still, I'm still constantly caught up in this. The in little, this, the little yeah, Helen. Yeah, feel like I'm, I'm inside of this yes. body. Yes. 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 So do you know that you're not your body? Do you know you're not your body? You know, when, when, when people saying that, looking at your body, all I see is energy. You know, there's uh, sensation, but there's no boundary. Yes. Yeah, okay. because it's completely open. Yes. That's how I feel. And by looking at, especially when, I, when, when I'm working, do something with my hand, and I can clearly see the scene is not me, and this is not me. Yes. It's just the, just the scene. Yes. And, uh, you know, sometimes I, I, I forgot, and then I put my hand and start working. Oh, darn it. <laughs> yes, yes. You're back again with your hand. Yeah. 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 So I'm just saying this and I'm hoping you'll look at my energy and maybe pointing out something yeah. to lead yeah. me further. Yes, yeah. yes. Tell me about... No, I go at it from another angle. The way Helen was talking about, at the start of her report there, she was speaking about the timeline, but using different language. She was saying, if I get into my head and think about the future or something that must be done, she's lost. But just in any moment, just dealing with what's present, it's clear. What needs to happen is fine. No matter how chaotic, no matter how crazy, down to political stuff, anything. Remember, she was giving a few examples of stuff. was like, oh my God, if you go into the story of that and look at the future and look at everything, it can be disastrous. But actually dealing with the present, the next task will happen. The next thing will, will, will be done. So what's happening there is that she's unplugged from the timeline. She's unplugged from linear time. That's just different language on the same thing. Do you see? So if she was running, if the timeline, it's, all, it's broken up for her. If the timeline was still intact and she hadn't seen through time, she wouldn't be talking like that around actually just right here with what's present. She's not talking about the present moment in time. She's talking about outside of the timeline. And she really feels a difference when she's in linear time and perceiving in terms of like things that have to be done. She's feeling the weight of that versus, well, just what has to happen right now? What has to happen right now? Do you see? So the, the present moment that is in time usually has, well, if I do this, then, then, there'll be some little kind of lead into the next present moment. Whereas this one that's completely disconnected with linear time is where she's talking from. Do you see it? So when, when you've popped out of linear time in the way you have, it's, it's just the timeline, has, the concept of time has, has broken down for you and you're, you're through it. And you can see the, the thickness and the density when you go into like what has to be done or when you go into the timeline, it just brings stress. Yeah. All right. The one that's deeper than time is space. That's the next concept to go. So what I was going to ask you earlier, and I introduced, I introduced it this way. 
Is there a sense of geography, of physical space, of being somewhere? Like, are we somewhere? Is this planet somewhere? Can you see that it's not anywhere, that there is no physical places at all? Okay, this is where we need to go with you. Because this is the concept that's deeper, more fundamental than time. Space builds first and then time builds. And then everything rolls out from there. They're not actually together. For some, they're together, but it's very rare. So space. I want you to spend time thinking about what space is. I really cannot say what space is because it's always this, and uh, and this feel like is completely uh, not confined, not, not like, but is completely open. Um, and in the openness, say. the open implies there's no boundary. But is that open space? Like for there to be no boundary, it's just the opposite of having a boundary. Mm-hmm. So what's open? I don't know. And you're saying there's just this. Yeah. Is this happening somewhere? What's the context for it? It happens in nowhere, um, so I, I really cannot put a concept into it. But then, on the other hand, I never really experienced space. Um, there's occasionally, you know, I I saw the other forms like a geometric kind of form, uh-huh. um, and uh, the space is became two dimensional. Yeah, I had that kind of experience, but just uh, you know, occasionally. Mm-hmm. But the majority of time, I I don't have I have no self experience. It's kind of you know, very dramatic kind of thing. Yes. Um, but I don't think that I really have much of the, <laughs> the you know the glimpse on the space. Yes. Thing. Yeah. That's probably why I I'm not really relate. Except the one time I saw you know it's two dimensional. Yes. Kind of weird. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, so things can go, we have spiritual experiences, and it goes from like three-dimensional plus, and it reduces down to two, and it reduces down to like a dot. You know, sometimes, sometimes what you're looking at can actually go flat, completely flat, like two-dimensional. And then, and then it, it turns sideways. So it's like you're looking at the piece of paper that it's drawn on, right? And then, it, and then the line reduces to a dot. Wow. All right? This is kind of like space, kind of, you know, the dimensions are, are collapsing. Huh. And what's under all of it is, is the concept of space. It's, it's the most subtle concept. It's, it's before the idea of existence, you know? <laughs> well, well, no, it depends on, scratch that. It depends on, on, on how you... <sighs> 
It depends on how, how your perception works. Okay. Yeah. So what, uh, what I see quite often is like uh, um, the like whatever is here is became uh, uh, like a screen. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the people is not people, just the figure and yes. the, the automatic, you know, uh, like animation. Yes. Like, so I saw that quite often. Yes. Um, Good. Um, but but not really turn into <laughs> Yes. Well, that's okay. I'm just kind of introducing yeah. the idea so that your mind sees, you know, opens to the potential of, of how it can show itself. It's okay. You don't have to have every experience. But, but hearing about how things work or how things break down, it's like you can have the experience by proxy because it's like, oh, okay. And if there's no resistance to it, it's like that limitation is broken for you then. You know? All right? So, so... Here's my question. Is this some place? Is the openness, the this, as in not this here and now, but or physically here, but the this, whatever is happening, there's only this. Not that this that we talk about. There's just this. Not that kind of presence. That there's just this. Uh, you know that one. Yeah, to just this is yeah. like uh, no concept. It just boom. Yes, like uh, yes, like Big Bang. It's everything boom. Yes, totality. Yes, yeah, totality. Yeah. Now, what's the relationship of space to that? Can that be experienced without the concept of space? Or oh, some sometimes I I see like a floor that can be completely, uh, like say if the floor is as tile right, and it completely opens up, it's like heaven on earth and like like hallelujah. It, it, this happened a lot, you know. Looking at downstairs, looking at the floor is completely open, and I can't I cannot tell is the floor or or or, or ceiling. Yes. It yes. just completely. Yes. Things like like that. Yes. So is kind of um, a normal perception change. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So the the, the space spatial relationship changes. The direction changes. Yes. And there's no direction basically. Yes. You can't say yes. where Good. direction. Yeah. Good. There's and no direction. And also yes. uh, also the uh, the size is changed. You know everything. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, this happens a lot. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. All right. So space is starting to break down. There's no direction. It opens. You don't know if it's heaven, if it's earth. It's all, it's all merging. But yeah. there is still space. space underneath all of it. Yeah. Every experience you're talking about. Space is still, it's loosening, but it's still there. It's still mm -hmm. holding every experience. Right. Okay. So... Would you be able to say, and it might be that you have to take this away and cook it, uh -huh. you know, I yeah. think that's probably the best thing. One question is, would you be able to say, there is no place anywhere, that every place, even the experience of presence happening now, even that is dependent on a concept of space, but that there is no there is actually no anything without space. Nothing. It gives the framework 
for any experience to have uh, to have an experience. God, experience, have an experience. An experience to, to be to be registered. Yeah, I I know. Um, it is very hard to really understand the conceptual uh, de- description. It's like um, until you see it, um, especially this kind of spiritual spiritual work, and you can you can hear people talking about this and that and that, or this and like a heart sutra and uh, yes. uh, what what yes. we actually are in the diamond sutra. It's yes. very hard. For me, is like I'm drawn into it. Yes. I feel like <clears throat> it's not alien to me. Yes. Yeah. But but on the other hand, if I didn't have all those glimpses, I wouldn't know what he was talking about. Yes. So only after yes. those glimpses, like, oh, that's right. What you talk about? Oh, that's it's right. real. You know, it is. You yes. know, things like that. So for the for you saying that the space, um, I probably maybe in. <laughs> see glimpse then I would really understand. But at yes. this point it's still a concept to me. Yes. Yeah. But but open the possibility once you point it out. That's exactly otherwise right. I would never really even look into it. That's right. You wouldn't look there. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. What is space? And how does it play in the present moment? And how does it play in spiritual experiences, how does it play in all of it? What's its role? What is space? That's your homework. Okay. You've got to go there because it's already, you know, it's already wobbly. It's already shaking. It's the next one. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Sure. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yes, Tom. Hi there. Can we continue this? Part? Of course. It's because it's like, ooh. Yeah. Um, where to start? Because <clears throat> the just last night, lying in bed, eyes closed, and I was as if I was suspended. And all I could feel was the pressure on my back of the bed, but the rest was all like, you know, space. I could have been in some huge dome somewhere. You know, floating up there. Yes. And, oh, okay. And, yes. And that, that was okay. But this yes. this whole thing of space, um, it. Just, <laughs> are you flat? It, I, I have this experience where you talked about flat that I've yes. seen. Yes. And like for a moment, it comes and goes. Yes. And of course, the and so okay, it happens. Okay, it doesn't. I'm okay with that. Yes. And then, but there's also the issue of time because it's it's as if nothing has ever happened. Certainly, nothing has ever changed. Yes. You know, it's it's always the same. Yes. You know, but but the sameness comes to me more in retrospect as opposed to present activity or present motion or present experience. Mm-hmm. Is that making sense? Yes. Because it's always obviously always there. Yes. And then, but the recognition of it. Yes. Is related to something to, in the right, past, like right now. Yeah. Was right. Okay, it's really no different from what happened at lunch or yes. yesterday. It's yes. still the same. Um, but I have no idea where I'm going with this. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> but it's. But I'm, I. I see that. 
I, I think what it is is that there's that part wanting to figure it out, and the other part saying, "I'm going to let go of this." Okay. Okay. Because okay. that's that's really like last night was. I'll, I'll back up a little bit more. Um, when you this whole thing you were talking about last night about falling back, what was the words you were using? You know, just whatever it takes to to sink in. And I had been in another satsang. I told this story that I thought was very beautiful, and it was, it was sitting with Laura Lucille Francis. I don't know if you've met Laura, but... Um, can't hear you. Yeah, how's this? Is this better? Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, she's nailing. And um, a surgeon I know gave a kidney to one of my partners who was in, needed a transplant, but it's sort of like, out of the blue, she says, I wonder if I'm a match for Brian. And she was. She gives a kidney. It's like, it, the whole story brought tears to my eyes. It's number of people. I told this story, and she said, well, it's a story. One. Two. And it, you're filtering it through an individuality. Like, oh. And that was like, it's been such a big melting. So when you brought this up, I've kind of, you know, looked at it at work during the past week, and you brought that up. It's like, keep melting. You know, that's, I guess now, in <coughs> Sometimes it seems he almost heavy because I, I see the thoughts arise that just pop in. You know, it's, it's a real perpetual thing. And yet, they sink right back. Once I see them, they go back. It's a very, it's like one of these paintings around here. You see that, or that one over there. Like, of course, turn it upside down. Pop up, go back down. Pop up, go back down. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. You see yes. that. Um, I don't want to make this heavy. It's, that, of course, that too I recognize. Yes. Heaviness is okay. okay. Density is okay. Okay, then, good. You know, but, but even I see that as, as another thought. Yes. It, you know? it's, it's Phenomenally, it's not as much fun, but it's actually part of the whole game. The whole because program. any preference at all, and you're caught... Yeah. I want it to be light. Right. Heavy is dense and it's a pain in the ass and it's no fun. Right. Any, any preference at all, any distinction at all. It's another thought. I see it. I see it. It's everything is seen. It's like there, and while it's not, it's not continually quiet, it's okay when it isn't. Um, there's a question I had about when you know your, or the experience of just no mind. Or a quiet mind. I went for a walk in the rain last night, uh, and um, it was just, oh, we don't get rain like that in California. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there was just, for moments, it would be just the raindrops, nothing else. Yes. Is that what you experience? There's nothing else. It's just, it was sort of a sensation, just a sound, nothing else. Yes. It was, but in retrospect, that's what, when, oh, God, is, wow. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching it, Helen, and it wasn't flat, it wasn't three-dimensional, but you were me. It was just all, it was all encompassed. And there was a sense of a bubble around the whole room, but... So the rain lightning was just happening. It wasn't external, it was internal. Yes. Oh. Yeah. yeah. 
And these perceptions are lovely. They come and they go and they're entertaining. Yeah, it was still a perception. Yes, it's still a perception. But it's nice when the external and the internal, and you see the whole world is inside you, or a part of the world is inside you, it doesn't matter, whichever, but it's a taste of that. Well, it was the, the thought I was having was that this is, you're thinking, <laughs> that's stupid. This is quiet mind, think, 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 quiet mind. But it was the experience of quiet mind. Yes. Of course, that, and that came afterwards, not yes. just like time comes yes. back afterwards. Yes. The, the question I was coming that was, was space and time then as less and less of individual mind, those become less and less also? So it's sort of a three-part or a two-part thing that's happening? Does that make the question make sense? Yeah, space and time are prerequisites for getting caught in a personal story. Okay. So they're prerequisites. It's not the other way around. In other words, less person, more space, more time? Uh, Do you see what I Yeah, no, it's not the other way around. It's it's like space and time must be there for the personal eye to come up. So sometimes we go after the personal eye by getting by hacking away at time, breaking up the concept of time or the potency, the belief in time, and the okay. belief in space. It's the belief in space I'm after with Helen because yeah. that's what's going to unravel the Helen character. Going into a story isn't going to right. break down what the residue of it at all. No. She's at the point of the building blocks have to be like removed. Yeah. You see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? So uh, if, there's, if there's less of the personal eye, is there more space and time? Not proportionately in any way, but they become a bit more obvious because there isn't as much clutter. Yeah. So, the, you know, so you, you drop down. And then, of course, the story is about you're looking at time, you're looking at your concepts. You know what uh -huh. concepts are remaining rather than the stories, uh -huh. which are at, at the top. That's the faffing about on the top, the chaos, the overwhelm. That's just the top of exterior of what's, what's going on in life. So as... Mm -hmm. but, so I'm sorry to interrupt, but... Uh, so concepts then are sort of basic to story. So, yes, okay. yes. So this is the old primordial yes. stuff, childhood, whatever, brain, whatever, that's been... Yes. Yeah. It, it's more that consciousness does space and time existence. Because... Uh -huh. A stone, a tree, they all bow down to space and time and they mightn't have conditioning like we have as far as I know. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? So the space and time and existence, they're all part of everything that manifests, even the spiritual realms. They, they're, they're, they've got space and time stuff too. Their timeline might be different, but, but, but there is a concept of space and sure. time. It's sure. just not as we know it. Sure. An existence in everything phenomenal, everything that consciousness does. It has, it has those things bleeding through it. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it's just that, you know, as we, as, we, as we pull down the personal eye, these other things start to like, huh, what is this actually? What is my relationship with time? What is time anyway? What, what is the kind of tuning into this actual present moment and slipping through the crack of this present moment and just what is? That layer, just what is, that's a different kind of presence. It's not a linear second, you know? No. Yeah. No, it's... 
Yeah. It's, you can't describe it. Yeah, it's no, not it's, a linear time moment, no. no. intellectually, you can't. That's right. It doesn't. That's right. It doesn't work. That's right. So that's the outside of time. Yeah. So then the, let's figure out how space works. So that's where I was going with it. Um, and the looser these are, the less solid foundation there is for the personal eye. Okay. You see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just less solid foundation. Yeah. You know? It seems that the personal eye still is pretty active. Oh, can be. Yeah. The, and, you know, it's belief in the personal eye. It's supporting the personal eye. It's defending the personal eye. They're the ones to watch for. Yeah. You know, because the sense of an eye can arise and fall. The personality can play fine. But it's like when we beef it up, when we protect it, when we want to be seen, want to be heard, when we run, I want, I don't like, I like it. Sure, sure. They're the sticky ones. Very. I I, I'm not sure sometimes I have preferences. Is that personal lie or is that just... An innocent preference, you know? Yeah, and a preference is innocent when, when we don't actually care at all which way it goes. Uh, okay. Mm. Okay. Really don't care. Go Work on that one. Yeah, they're not innocent. Yeah, yeah they're not innocent, <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely, that the outcome, you, you've no, there's no response Genuinely and honestly, nothing gets stirred when it goes against your preference. There's no attachment to what happens. No attachment at all yeah. to what happens. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where it's got to go. Because sure. that's when there's no desire, but preference is fine. Sure. sure. You see? But then, I'm sorry, but then continuing just to fall back, that, is that the answer to that? Well, I want to link it with, I want to link that no preference. No, no desire. And being okay with the outcome of any preference. If I can link that up to the sameness, like you got a glimpse, oh God, I'm Jack. It's the same, you know, the interconnectedness of everything. All right, so the raindrops are kind of inside you. So, so the sense of, um, of being separate and having a clear boundary dissolves in a healthy way. Uh-huh. Right? And you get to see, oh my God, I'm everybody. Oh my God. None of us are actually independent people. We're all not here. Any of these things, they're all the same kind of kaleidoscope, the same shades of the same pattern, right? Sure. So if we link the no preference, no desire, God, I keep saying the wrong thing. If we link, if we link that, that everything is the same, if you can hold the ground that everything is the same, then, of course, why would you have a reaction if a preference is not the way you like it? Yeah, of course. Do you see? Yeah. So we need the sameness. Things are outside, they're inside. You, you have a thread running here, and I want to join the dots so that you can follow the thread. Yeah, because you said that this isn't intellectual. That, 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 what would you, you just said it, this basis or something. I thought, I couldn't, that's not graspable. Is that correct? This basic thing is not graspable but yeah. if it's not graspable graspable yeah if you can't grab it yeah then how is it reached or how is it experienced it's it? like you you kind of feel into it some part of you not your rational mind some part of you that's not your rational mind can feel it and knows what i'm talking about yeah 
Well, there's energy here right now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. Otherwise, it's just like, yeah, that's just a load of feckin' philosophy. I'm not interested in that, what Jack's talking about. Like, somebody could say that too, and it's like, all right, you're not feeling it. You're not listening from right. that place. Your yeah. rational mind is listening, and it sounds like philosophical garbage. Like well, rational else. mind hears it and says, I'm yeah. not going to get it. Yeah, that's exactly. Perfect. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we've got the capacity for rational mind. That's not on stage right no, now. That's no, not no, the no. capacity we're using to communicate. Right. So it's perfect. You see? So it's like you're feeling it and you're following the thread. So I want you to see the sameness between, gosh, there was just the raindrops. And it was like inside. To, gosh, I'm Jack. To the sameness of all of it. The blanket sameness. Like another time, a couple of minutes ago up here, you said... um, retrospectively, this will be the very same as what happened at lunch, right? You're getting all these samples of equanimity, of sameness, inside, outside. This one, there is no difference at all. It's all the same. Let it spread, Tom. It's really all the same. It's only mind that creates the difference because mind makes the labeling possible to create the difference. There are no differences anywhere. It's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. You know, even, is it genetics that says we're like 98% or 99% the same as each other or something? Is it it some some scientific thread anyway? I think human DNA. DNA, 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 that's it, sorry. 1% human DNA is like 1% different from chimps or something like that. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. And look at our capacity to see the difference in that 1%. Like, look at it. We so want to make that one the 99. That is the part of us that sees difference in order to make functioning happen. But that's the bullshit part. That's only a tool for our species to manage so that you're going to... Kiss your wife and not a chimpanzee. Do you know? Like, literally. It's just for functioning. Is that real? Not at all. The thing that's real is the sameness. That this is the very same as six hours ago. The very same. There's nothing different except what your mind is creating. In its functioning capacity to make a story. Do you see? Let the sameness show itself. I don't see it, I feel it. You feel it, all right, good. Let's go with there. I just... It, it's overwhelming beauty. Yes. Yes. I can't speak. Yes. I can't speak. Yes. Because it, I can't touch it. I, I yes. I don't know what's happening here. Feel it. Stay feeling it. It's deeper than feel, Jack. Ah, uh, yes. Let it get huge. Let it take over. It's more an allowing. You can't make it. It's an allowing.
and stay with it until it shows itself to be ordinary because it's kind of how things really are. Yes, and so we have the capacity for the functioning mind to see difference and to run a story about time and space and where we are and satsang and Wednesday afternoon or whatever it is. But yet there is something underneath that is deeper, wider, huger, outside time and space. So, and I'm saying, I'm giving it depth and width and breadth as if because I'm using the only concept that's left, which is space, you know? You see? But that unfathomable, beyond, infinite. That's, let that come up to the top. Where's the top? Here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let it come to the front. Let's try that one. (laughs) And it somehow gets ordinary and attention gets swallowed up in it, you know? We dissolve in it. So we don't have to put our attention on it. It's like our attention arises from there. And we need very little. Once we kind of merge with that, we need very little to function in the world. Only the functioning mind is is seeing difference, is registering difference. That unfathomable, unfathomable, which is rich with absolutes of beauty, of love, of truth, of joy. It's it's rich with absolutes. It has no opposites.
Jack, there's nowhere to go. Yes, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. Correct. There's experience within non-experience. Yes. Yes. Nominally sure, but the truth is just exquisite. Exquisite. And it puts into proportion this worldly life. It's like, gosh, you know, it's such a tiny little thing. And it's beautiful because it's. It's coming from created by, you know. You want to just sit for a while? Yeah. Mm. Um, Do you want to sit down there? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> take everybody's time. Yeah. Sorry, there isn't any. <laughs> <laughs> talk later. Sure. Okay. All righty. <laughs> these mics are tied. Yes. Ah. Pressure. It's like something is there. It's pushing. 
And I just am, it's just there, and I'm trying to look at it and say, well, what is that? And it's just pressure. I don't know what it is. It's just pressure. It's like it's pushing. Pushing from the outside or from the inside? From the inside. From the inside. From the, ah. From the inside. <laughs> it's intense pressure. From okay. Okay, let's let's give it full access to your voice and let's see what it has to say. If if it has to say something, let's give it some No editing now. This is just I don't know, it's just it feels like fullness. It feels like it just wants to it's just pressure. It feels like just pressure. Okay. So what about taking the top off? I'd like to take the top off. I'd like to take the top off. Okay. How would that look? Uh, free, uh, just, it would just feel, it, it just needs to be released. Okay. Yes. Do you need to go outside to do that? Do you want to do it in here? I don't know if I knew what to do. I don't know what to do. I just feel this intense pressure. Yeah, building. It's right here. Yeah. It feels a little less right now. Actually, it feels... It's going. It is. Yeah, it's going, yeah. It is. So what is it? Pressure. <laughs> <laughs> just a build-up of, of energy that you're clearing out. Maybe. That's, I mean, that's what it feels like. Yeah, it yeah. just feels like an intense energy. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. To, just needs to expand. It, it feels like it, it would be good for you to get bigger, uh-huh. energetically get bigger. Uh-huh. And this is part of like pushing out your parameter. It, it, that's what it feels like, yeah. And just giving it permission, I actually. It, I give it permission. Yeah, yeah. let yourself get bigger, yeah. 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 You, you might need to get bigger in your life. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Bigger in my life? Uh-huh. You mean energetically, spiritually? Yeah. Become more visible. Become more, more, more vocal. More, more. Fit, fit, take up more space. Okay, I will see how that feels. See how it feels. Yeah. See how it feels. Yeah, take up more space like consciously this evening, you know, play with it. Like down there, just kind of like, get bigger, get bigger. Just fill up, fill up the room. Fill up, fill up Cashy. Fill up mid-Florida. Fill up. 
Philadelphia. Yeah, okay. the whole state. Philadelphia. Okay. Philadelphia. Just oh, expand. 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 Okay. Expand. Just let Thank myself you. go. Let yourself go. Let it is go. Right. Okay. Yeah, expand. Really expand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That feels bigger. It yeah. Feel yeah, it's much better. Yeah, it's much better. It does feel bigger. Yeah, some, yes. yeah something has been kind of has found a place that's, you know, that works for you, but actually mm, mm, you're a little bit in, in, a, in a tight, in a limited space, yeah, tight. Okay. Okay, so play with expanding, like get huge, just get huge. Get huge. And then we'll find your, your, your new space again. It's like, you know, when you take out something out of the dryer and it's shrunk and you stretch it and then it'll find right. its place again. We're doing the stretching part. Right? We need to stretch you for you to find your new your new equilibrium. I guess it's it's a acknowledging, you know, the expansion is is the reality. That is it. Yeah. As I see myself, you know, I hear people talk about seeing their thoughts. I see my thoughts sometimes I think. Uh, they're just, you know, is this silly thing really supposed to get my attention? You yes. know, these things come up, opinions. And, yes. I, and I see them, and I'm not, I'm disinterested, really. Yes. And so maybe there's just not a, a real belief in the real self, in the, in the uh, bigness of that. It's possible. It's like I don't have this personal self. Yes. So it's it's being the other self. Yes. It's being that. Yes. It's like saying I can really I you know it's like I can really that is that's real that's really me. Yes. Yeah. And that because when you don't have your personal self, that's and you have this, you know, it's it's big. Yes. It's like, it's, it's so much, it's humbling, you know, to have that. It's humbling. It's humbling from a personal self, you know. Ah, you know. from the personal self who's not there. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> but, yeah. So the personal self can have no say in this. Uh-huh. This is kind of like, Letting the divine have its way with your form. Uh-huh. You as the divine having its way with that creation. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I have that experience on occasion, you know, like yeah. I, I did some project and I looked at it and it's like pride would have been the normal thing, but I realized I didn't have anything to do with it. Yes. It just was here. It, was, I was, it just went through me. Yes. That, ha- that occurs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was really the pressure that I don't know what it was. I guess energy. Yes. Just something that needed to blow out. Yes. It's like you're not big enough. You know, that's yeah. what I kept yeah. seeing. You're, you're not big enough. Yeah. Okay. So it's merging with the capital I then. It's standing in the shoes of, of, yeah. of 
the truth. Capital I, yes. The truth. Of the truth. Yes, yes. There, will, there is a phase beyond that too. Uh, even identity with the capital I, there's a phase beyond that too. But, but that gets, has to get stable first. Mm-hmm. Whereas knowing that what you are is God, mm-hmm. that has to be um, solidified because the personal I will wreak havoc with it. That's kind of unless it's gone. That's that's the twisting going on. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like the acceptance of the truth of that. Yes, of the yeah. truth of it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And letting the potency of that come through your form, be in your cells. You know, it's it's just how it is. The commentary and the pleasure of it will be a personalized story, but flick it off. Yeah. Merge with the self. Merge with the self. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it has to be in your cells, known by you, that what you are is God. Mm-hmm. Let it be known. You know, in, in silence, sitting in silence, it feels that way. It's just then you come back, and this is where the pull and the tension occurs because I've got both going on I'm in silence I'm fine I'm, I'm, I have no problem there's no pressure it's so it's, it's when the mind is active I guess well it, it, I'm wondering if it's more about um, a, a, a habit of reducing your your light to not to not take up too much space to, to reduce your light because you're out in the world and you might lose the run of yourself if you were in your God center, if you were, mm-hmm. if you were God. You might come up against criticism. You might, it might be, you know, met incorrectly because of the potency that you'd have. I wonder, is there any kind of self-protective mechanism that's stopping you from doing it? I, I, years ago, I started presenting who I really am. You know, mm-hmm. I was in situations where it was a little awkward, and I quit sort of making up fake things to explain what I was doing. Yes. I'd say the truth, you know. Okay. Well, sort of. Yeah. Not completely. <laughs> sure. They lock you up if you tell Absolutely. them what I really think. Yeah. 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 So, where I'd like it to go this time. Um, it is is in the the cellular knowing that 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 God manifesting in form is what you are that there's nothing else going on actually mm-hmm. and that being so ordinary the next step is that everything everything that you do everything you say is is an unfiltered movement uh-huh. of God so then whatever gets said it either lands or it doesn't there is no trying to maneuver it. Uh-huh. It becomes quite rare. Do you know? Um, it has a way of kind of sorting itself out. And you just move away from those who can't take it. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it just, it, navigation is a little bit different. Do you know? I do feel uh, when I'm with somebody, with people that are on the same path, yeah. there is an acceptance there that is that I, I feel in normal society is, you know, it's like walls. Yes. And it's like, there's nothing real there. It's yes. just... Yes. It's just... Yes. Things there's nothing going real. on. Yes. Nothing real going yes. on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And there's also no comfort there. There's there's no exchange of... Yes. Of heart. 
Yes. And that's what I miss sometimes. Yes. 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 It reminds me of a story that uh, Bhagavan Das, he comes to this venue sometimes actually. He, 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 he runs Kirtan and uh, he tells the story about that he goes into Walmart specifically to bless customers of Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful, you know. He just goes into Walmart and spends ages walking through and blesses everybody yeah. who goes shopping in Walmart. That's what he does, you know. Service. Yes. You know, it's a service. service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, okay, the stuff is cheap there too, so I buy my stuff there. But, you know? <laughs> but he's pulled in there to, to bless the people in Walmart, you know? Yeah, sometimes I've been in stores like that, and I look, and everybody looks hypnotized. Yes. Yeah, completely yeah. hypnotized. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So they can use some blessing. Sure. Really. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And maybe we're hypnotized too at a more sophisticated level. I'm, I'm open to the yeah. question. Yeah. As long as the body is alive, there's a, you know, there's some level of potential for hypnosis that's running. You know? You know, when one, when one sits, you can expand, you feel no boundaries, but then the question really arises, well, how connected am I to the body? How when you're meditating? No. You know, when you're not, really. Uh, when I'm, you know, like right now, how connected am I to the body? I don't know. I don't feel connected, but it yeah. is my vehicle. Yes. And I can't really feel, how do I get out of it? Yes. Yes. But my consciousness doesn't feel like uh, it's... Yes. Limited. Yes. Yes. So when you're not sitting, can you continue with that approach when you're out in daily life? Uh, yeah. Well, it depends on how complicated it gets. If things get complicated, then, you know, I yes. try to lose my grounding. Well, yes. Yes. You know, if it's more simple, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, I'd love to see you playing with that a bit more. So that regardless of the complexity of how much of your mind is needed to engage in a scenario. Uh Don't forget. You absolutely don't don't leave the capital S self. Absolutely don't leave the truth. Expanding will help you with that. Yeah. So how do I practice expanding? Just let go. Yeah, let go. Be huge. Be huge. Play with like failing. Be huge, huh? It's more than okay. You have to. Yeah. You have to get there. That's what you need to do. Yeah. It's totally okay to be huge. Yeah. Yeah. That that's not a message I ever really got. It's okay to be huge. That feels better. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 I don't have to have any box or boundary. No, not at all. Yeah. There is no boundary because it's yeah. everything, because you're everything. So to, to, to join the dots, to merge with everything, we need you to get huge so that energetic level, right. you are everything. You see? You're the only one who stops. Yes. yes. You knowing that the energy that you are is everything. Like, 
knowing it, not, no. not just knowing the theory of it, but knowing it, experiencing it. I have to work on that. That's all right. <laughs> but you know what to do. Yeah. Got to play at being just, big, yeah. big, 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 big. You're merging with everything. You merge with the walls. You merge with the next wall. You merge with the trees outside. Go, 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 go. Up, down, sideways. Yeah. See how big you can make yourself. Okay. All right? Yeah. Good. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. You're welcome. Hi, hi, Jan. My name is Jaya. Jaya, Jaya. Hi. Um, I would like to share about a feeling of unsafe that I have a lot. It's a very familiar feeling, and it's here right now. <laughs> so do you believe it? Um, I don't have much story attached to it, but it really feels in my body. And do you it believe shows it? Up. What shows up in the body? No, do you believe that you are unsafe? No, no. Ah, Especially right now, there might be times, but yeah, not right now. Okay, all right. So, do you know when you first felt it? I'm not going to ask you to describe the incident, but do you know when you first felt it, or did you come in with it? Mm, I don't exactly know. I can sort of guess a bit from my history. Mm. From from my history, yeah. So you think you weren't born with it, that you learned how to feel unsafe? No, I think I was born with it. Ah, okay. Was it your mother's or is it before that? Uh, my mother tried to abort me, which in the story that what makes the most sense of that feeling of unsafety all the time. Yeah. But again, it's a story. So. Yeah. Does it feel older than that? No. Okay. All right, then. Okay. You know it's just an old trauma. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's not helping you anymore. That's right. Mm -hmm. But if you believe it helps you even this much... A teeny weeny bit, if you believe it helps you a tiny bit to protect you, to preserve you, to keep you safe, then you're not done with it. If you don't have that monitor of, is it safe and unsafe, <clears throat> genuinely would it be okay? Yes. Ha. Well done. Okay. So the mind, from an experience, the mind grabbed a sensation. <laughs> and it put a story to it. You know how it works. Put a story to it, puts a feeling to it, puts a whole, puts it into the nervous system, and there we have. There we have a, a, a pattern that 
defines a personality or is part of the definition of a personality. All right. So the whole idea of safe or unsafe, it has to go together. You, you can't get rid of just one. <coughs> the two of them have to go. Yeah, I feel the preference for safe. <laughs> ah, that won't work. For you, running affirmations of I am safe is not going to work. For you, the two of them have to go together. <coughs> so you're trading, you, you're, you know, you, you just, yeah, of course, you've just said it. You have a preference for being safe, but for you, it's like, no, 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 that's keeping the I am unsafe alive. For you, it is. The whole idea of safety or lack of safety has to be seen to be such a trap and of no use to you at all. Like seen, you have to recognize that. That its only purpose is to keep a personal story alive. Its only purpose is to give you a sensation which makes you believe you are separate. Because safety is all about separation. Because there's something other than you that is on your side or is against you. But they both have to go. The whole concept of safety... You, you've got to see through it. It's a trick of your mind. There is no issue of whether you're safe or unsafe. There is no issue. You're making it up. Really, you are making it up. In somebody else it would be quite different, but you are making it up. It's done. It, it's done. Whether you need to know you're safe or unsafe, that's done. You don't need that marker anymore. You don't need to know you are safe. You don't need to feel safe. It's your mind creating a sense of individuality and that's the story of how it's doing it. That's how it's doing it. That's your loop. That's, that's the anchor that's keeping the sense of individuality alive for you. Safe, unsafe. That's it. Can you see it for the loop that it is? Yes. Okay, it has nothing to do with actually being safe or unsafe. It has nothing to do with it. That story is over. So if it rises, it's like, whoa, I'm on to you. I'm on to you. Don't slot yourself in, I am safe, I am unsafe. You can't do that. If you do that, the personal lie is up. And it's got nothing at all to do with whether you're safe or not. Nothing at all to do with it. It's the personal lie has created itself. And then we have the feeling and we have the emotion and we have the whole story around it. And it's like, whoops, the personal lie is up again. There she goes. That's what's happening. Because I am always looking for strategy to feel safe. It's not working. Oh, no, of course it won't work. No, because it's not about safety. It's not about safety for you. It really isn't. It's just the trick that's really effective. You can totally be done with it now. Totally. But it means never again going into the story of, am I? And how do I make myself safe if I'm not safe? Or how do I make myself safer if I am safe? Like... 
all of that is, okay, the personal lie is created, we're in the story of safety, and off you go. So now the personal lie is going to have a field day, running around trying to perpetuate herself. That's all that's happening there. Okay. Thank you. You see it? I see it. Yeah, great. You have to have no tolerance for the safety story. None. Your mind isn't going to like it, but no, you can't go there. You can't go there. That's the only solution for it. No attention goes to it. None at all. You don't obey it. You don't believe it. You don't go near it. It's like, I'm done with you. I'm done. I'm done with that story. It's bullshit. This is what's happening right now. So I'm going to stay there. It's more like that. Put my attention on the present moment. Not running that story. Forget it. It's bullshit. You know? It's just it's a creation of a personal lie. Not interested. She's done. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Good for you. Go for it. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. You work. Hi. Hi, I'm Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Um, part of me doesn't, it's really benevolent <laughs> up here. I don't know if I want to know, but something in me is just pushing me to uncover this loop, trap, grizzle, whatever. Um, it's been uh, a journey of a lot of body. A lot of body pain, a lot of trying to heal and not being able to heal my body. Um, but it's been an amazing, deep spiritual journey also at the same time. And I've seen through so much. But it's keeping me hooked. Wanting to heal and not being able to heal is keeping me hooked into identity. And I relate to what a lot of the um, last couple beings up here um, um, experience. What I experience is making me very isolated in life and separate and insecure but then there's a like at the same time there's part of me that's um like I know that that it's doing it and uh, like there's nowhere to hide <laughs> um and I'm too close to it to see and I don't know how to get
Lütfen Allah'ım benim. And I haven't been holding it in. And I feel like I've done everything possible that you can possibly think of that's offered in this world to get out of that or to first it was trying to improve it. But before that even began, this wasn't a story about the body. This was truth pulling me so deeply to come home. And then it's slowly graduated to the more it's pulled me, the more my body's falling apart. And listening deeply sometimes is, feels difficult because it feels like there's too, too many I don't know, I just feel like I can't hear clearly what this message is. Partly it's give up the idea of being healthy. Let's go there. Or not healthy. And that sucks. <laughs> and you talk about taking care of your body and detoxing. and Oh my God, I've done it all. Mm. <laughs> and mm. it doesn't help. Yeah, your it path is different. Help. Yeah. It doesn't help. Yeah, but your real health is, is, is Grace's way of pulling you home. So it's playing different for you. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. So then it's a gift. Yes, I can't deny that. Okay. <laughs> so the desire to get well... Can we drop the desire? Well, it's almost like it's put me in a corner like I have no choice but to like give up. Yeah. Desires are the next thing that has to go. That's when all the thoughts come in. How am I going to be taken care of? How do I live on this earth? Um, well, the thoughts come in and vary at all, yeah. But you can still do what you do to maintain good health without desire. Do you see? You can still do, do have common sense and do what your body needs. But and I do. Yes, yes. I would imagine yes. it's in your lifestyle now. It is. It's just... Yeah. I know better. Yeah. yeah, you know better. So so there's things you got to do. Yes. Okay. So can that be guided by just common sense, but not the desire to be well? Yes. And the resistance Absolutely. to more pain. Yes. We need to take away the two of those. The two being the desire to be healthy. The desire to be and healthy and the resistance to the pain. Yes. There's so much. Yeah, it's almost like in the, it's like stuck in my body, resistance. Oh, yeah. To the pain. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, what your mind will do, if we get you to that place, right, where we're going now, of like, all right, I'm going to surrender the desire to be fully healthy. And I'm going to 
Stop fighting the pain. When we lift you out of that, what can happen next is that mind will jump on being some kind of a victim. Yes. You are so not going there. <laughs> not on my watch. No way. No, that, that has been... Um, well, that's been my work of not falling into victimhood with all of this. Yeah. And <laughs> I came here yesterday. I stepped on a bee on the beach before the... I was very early, and I decided to go to the ocean, and I stepped in the bee, and my foot is swollen. And I asked what was the thought I was thinking when that happened, and it was that God or grace wants everything for me, and it's all here, and there's resist. If I'm not receiving any of it, then it's me. It's resistance. It's my... It's my resistance to all the good and to all the more there is beyond this or whatever this is. Uh-huh. And still, what do I... It's like this deep... Sur- you talked about deep surrender. Surrender has nothing to do with being a victim. Yes. Yeah, because my mind will play pictures over my whole life of how everything's been pulled, like, away from me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, houses burning down, not that didn't particularly happen, but, like, losing everything, losing track of my life, what, where I came from, what I had. There's, like, no past, almost. Well, your mind has selected the stuff to endorse the idea that you have have had a raw deal. Yes. And that's what makes me angry with God sometimes. Because you're running victimology? Because of that story, yeah. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that'll create stuff in your body for sure. Yeah. That's toxic. Yes. Mm. Welcome it. Okay, here's your homework. You make a list of the top 10, 12 crappy things that have happened. And you give gratitude for each one. You make the list first, like, vomit it out. Right? And find a place of where you give authentic gratitude for each one. Authentic gratitude? Yes. 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 Well, I mean, my young Katie does that, yeah. Does she? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not new to me. All right. It, it's not that I haven't gone that route. Okay. Authentically. So, yeah, authentically. Yeah. Yeah. Because somewhere there is a depth that doesn't know the victim perception. And in that place, there will only be gratitude for these experiences because they make us wise, they allow us the opportunity to experience. It's just life, and life is so darn beautiful. So you're, you're viewing from a level of victimology, but authentic gratitude is deeper than that. The victim won't be able to see it. 
So, so it's like we're opening the level of perception that's deeper than victim. And there, there's, a, there's authentic gratitude for all of it. We need to get your mind able to see things from a place that's not victim. And there's always gratitude there. There's love there. There's softness there. There's a beautiful humility that stands in its potency. There's a vulnerability that stands in its potency. And there ain't no why me there. The capacity to experience is the capacity to experience. And the mind will just kind of fight it and, and interpret things one way. Thank you. I like the way you show that, the capacity to experience. Yeah, that's all it is, is the capacity to experience. That's yeah. all it is. And then mind runs amok and interprets it and da 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 and registers pain and read, you know like sends a signal that there's something dangerous in the body and that's what makes pain no that's what pain science tells us nowadays you know is that there's when there's pain it's there's danger there's danger is there really danger for the for the amount of pain that you're feeling is there really that much danger around in your body hmm i'm not so sure But when your mind has registered that a whole load of crappy things can happen, well, then pain is probably dangerous too. You see? Yeah, that's the cultural norm, though, when you start going into the healing process. I had to, that's what I had to do was, I got so deep in all of it that I had to unplug and unhook from all of, all of it. Yeah. All of that. Good. So just like, you know, we worked with a few people last night, no, this morning, today, <laughs> um, and it's only the first day, Oops. <laughs> around, this, there's the story, and if you pull back from that, there's, there's the, 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 the framework or the, the building blocks that create the story. There's the patterning that we put the story on, right? So... The story that you've put on, we've got to get rid of all of it. The pattern is the capacity to experience. But the story is turning the capacity to experience into a full-blown, awful reality. Mm -hmm. Your mind has created that part of it. It's only the capacity to experience. That's all it is. That's the building block. And then the mind and the victim and the da 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 and the, you know, that a, a discomfort, you know, feels like pain. And that, that means there's, there's a danger on here. I must get, there's a pain signal. It's turning into a danger signal that makes it serious pain. Like, that's your mind doing all of that. That's your mind. It's your mind doing all of that. So we need you to see the capacity to experience and recognize it as that rather than 
I have a pain in my hip or whatever. You know? Yes, you're right. The culture completely listens to pain and we've got to respond to pain and it, it creates an opening for us to acknowledge and be with physical pain. And, you know, what it's doing to our minds is creating pain where there actually is none and making it much worse because that's our way of doing something about it. It's like, hold on, pull back, pull back, prior to the pain, prior, pull back. Is there really danger? Is there really? Well, when you, in, when you go to try to heal, you're diagnosed with something, that's, supposedly. It's allopathic medicine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing is, something wrong with you, you need to fix yourself, you're broken, you need to get rid of this, mm-hmm. do something about it. Mm-hmm. So are you bowing down to that load of conditioning or can we just chuck it in the bin? No, I can just chuck it. Absolutely chuck it. Out. Yeah, it stinks. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. You might be able to listen on the inside because you're listening to the outside. If you're still listening to the outside, it's very hard to listen to the inside. Do you know? And the inside doesn't have any desire to be well, doesn't believe there's something wrong with it. It just rolls with what is. It registers things differently. I want to start, start you registering from the inside, not from your mind. Change the software here. Mm-hmm. So we have, a, we have common sense around your health, but with no desire. And in the absence of desire, there ain't no victim there. It just is what it is. Period. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Work with it yeah. and see what, how far you get. Work with this, you know? This evening, like, yes. walk, take it for a walk, you know? So like, okay, how would that look? Can I sit with that? Can I, can I chuck the victim in the woods here? You know, can we throw it off? What would it look like? How would I respond? Get to know that territory. It requires some courage. Because you won't be looking for the external to tell you what's wrong with you. You know, it's 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 you managing you. Right. Right. Yeah. There was a quick flash. Am I enough to manage? (laughs) Are you enough to manage it? You are more than enough to manage this. You are more than enough. Yeah. You just haven't exercised those muscles yet. But that's kind of the way it was wired to be. 
was you managing this. And dip in and out of allopathic medicine as you need it. But the authority stays with you. With you. You're more than equipped to do that. The other isn't working for you, and there's a reason. It's, that's not right for you. Thank you. You're very Thank welcome. Thank you for the career road. Yeah. Yeah, you're very welcome. Work with it like crazy, and let's see, let's see how it cooks. Yeah. All right. Okay. Have we left there for today? Is everybody okay? What's that, Deb? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad it's a happy, it's a happy tap. <laughs> Okay. All right, good. Not bad at all.